Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Go 24-7 podcast. My name is Bryce Kuhn. That is Sunny Ship, and we're talking recruiting. Hope you're having a fantastic day or getting ready for the weekend, wherever you might be, and you're tuning in on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever that might be. Sunny? You got a little new setup. You said the office is uh, still suffering from the the Christmas decorations and, and everything. But man, uh, I hope you're having a good start to your new year. Yeah, man. How about you? I mean, you know, LSU basketball. The men are two and zero in SEC play. Who would have thought that? Baseball's <laughs> right around the corner. Recruiting's just you know chugging along. And I mean, if you're an LSU fan, you you got to be sky high right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we didn't even throw in the fact that Nick Saban retires from Alabama, that which is just all across the SEC. Fans throw yeah, fanfare uh-huh. everywhere. I mean, it's it's been one of the busier weeks uh, we've seen at this time of the year. But, man, it, it's a lot of fun to talk about it. And one of the biggest things, Sonny, is kind of this recent run of commits. I know you've talked about this, you know, on our board, uh, on our site, over at Go 24-7. But, man, how impressed now kind of looking – and I'm not saying it's necessarily over right now, but this this little run that we thought they would go on, and you could go all the way back to Keelan Moses, uh, you know, announcing his commitment to the most recent one of Bryce Underwood. How impressed are you with the way this staff has kind of kicked off the new year, per se, for the 2025 class? And then just in general, when you reflect, 
how how important is this for just the kind of development with everything going on in the SEC for LSU to kind of continue to stack this class? Yeah, and, you know, everybody's still talking about Harlan Berry and uh, Bryce Underwood, the two five-stars for the uh, 2025 class. Deservedly so. Number one quarterback, number one running back in the country um, on some rankings. And But it started with Dominic McKinley. You know, you go back yeah. to that big five-star flip on New Year's – on, you know, when the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve. I think it was 11 o'clock Central Time, midnight down in Orlando. But, um, you know, that's where it started. And – you know, you kind of you kind of sat back and you kind of said, man, it's kind of weird, you know, for Dominic McKinley to jump on board. You don't have a defensive line coach. It looked like, you know, it looked like things were progressing with Bo Davis. It looked like they hit a snag, and then all of a sudden they just went into overdrive. And, and you know, it, it takes me back to, you know, one of the first things that I wrote about Davis that, you know, why it would make sense. And all of a sudden now you kind of start to see it all come um, – you know, I guess a full circle with this weekend being the weekend that Dominic McKinley is going to make, you know, the five-star D tackle out of Lafayette's going to make his official visit to LSU this weekend. And so, um, you know, just uh, when you, when you go back to that, then you go to, you go to Barry, you go to Underwood, you look at the 2025 class as a whole, and then you look at the holes on the 2024 roster at defensive tackle you know, uh, LSU could certainly use a cornerback like Terry Bussey, who's still out there and hasn't signed mm-hmm. yet. It's going to sign on National Signing Day. So just to see all of that kind of, uh, you know, just just be here and be something that, you know, that LSU fans are just so, so pumped up over and stuff. You know, it's a it, it's an unprecedented run in recruiting that, you know, that I haven't seen in quite some time, you know, I, maybe ever when you go back and you look at it. And so just to, you know, just for all of that stuff to, uh, you know, one to happen and then two, you start, you know, I think you're going to see some trickle down effects as a result of it. Obviously hoping to start this weekend with, uh, you know, getting McKinley on campus, him and Bo Davis getting together and then being able to kind of, you know, start to build on that relationship that I think it's conceivable to say that he probably had a better relationship with Bo Davis than he had with LSU's own defensive line coach, Jimmy Lindsay, you know, just due to the circumstances surrounding that. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Deucible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. 
I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I mean, look, this run of recruiting, I mean, you start to kind of look at uh, the star ratings, the star power. Uh, one thing that I kind of hit on, Sonny, when, you know, Glenn and I talked about this when Bryce Underwood committed, one of the biggest stories they were not talking about enough of is, you correct me if I'm wrong, but when you bring in kind of that trio of Barry, DeCorian Moore, and Underwood, one of the big calling cards is you can really pitch to keep them on board even as other teams are going to continue to recruit them mainly because hey you can come play with the number one running back in the country you can come play with the number one quarterback in the country I think and this you know I know that age of NIL I know that DeCorian Moore is one of the top players in the country top player in the state of Texas the pitch just got a little bit easier for LSU because now you've got the number one quarterback your thoughts as you and I've discussed many times of the, the the trying to keep him in the fold maybe just got a little bit easier yeah, and you know it it, it probably it got a little bit easier because, like you said, you know, um, you always hear iron sharpens iron. Well, iron likes to play with iron a lot too, you know. And so I think you can, you know, I, I think once you start to assemble this group, they build that camaraderie, they build those relationships. That's going to help when when Texas, when other schools come in and saying, okay, what's LSU presenting to you as potential NIL opportunities? Here's what we can do. Well, all of a sudden, if, you know, if they come in and if they top you, you know, by a considerable amount, well, now, you know, even if you can't top that amount, you have some things working in your favor in those relationships. Um, You know, obviously, you know, one domino falls, then you kind of start to, you know, then that may not be as big of a factor, but I think, you know, if you, if you're LSU, you couldn't ask for a better situation because you're going to have to deal with all the NIL stuff somewhere down the road. You're going to have to deal with Texas come in, throwing a big, you know, a big bunch of money in Texas A&M or whatever, you know, presenting some good opportunities, some good deals for DeCorey and more that may be better than what LSU's all has presented yeah. right now. We see that all the time. It, then it just becomes a bargaining process, you know, and we see it all, it happens all the time. But if you have some extraneous, um, you know, some things on the outside that are on your side that can help you in other areas, then that's just a huge plus. And I think that's what LSU has right now in having those players on board. Then you start adding some more big pieces. You know, you start adding some more big pieces and you just kind of build on that. You know, I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that, we don't want to lose in, you know, in our, in translation and we don't want to lose in our thought is that when you sign, you know, if you sign the number one quarterback, the number one running back, the number one receiver, let's just say you toss in a number two or number three safety, a number two or number three Jack, and you start really building out that class. You also have to come through on the other end of the opportunities and everything that you presented. And so when you get a group of guys like that together, I think it can present some NIL challenges because, you know, there are some schools out there who may just have endless amount of funds, which I really don't think there is one out there. It just may seem like they have an endless amount of funds, but 
being able to, uh, you know, being able to afford a group of five stars and a group of prospects like that will present some challenges that LSU will have to deal with down the road. But just when you look at the recruiting perspective, you look at just going out and just saying, hey, these kids want to come to LSU. Our coaches got out there, recruited them busted their butts from relationships. We got them on campus. We showed them a great time. They saw the atmosphere in Tiger Stadium. They saw what Death Valley was all about. When you put all of that stuff in there, you know, that's a that that's a lot, that's a lot that you have working in your favor if it ever does come into an NIL ball game. And look, honestly, I mean, you talk about this, these are the type of situations you want to find yourself in you want to have the problem of saying hey yeah. do we have enough nil funds and then turning around to right. you know said uh collectives and saying hey we need a little bit more so we you can want to have, have to that dig roster in those coffers intact. you want to say like look we did our part we did our yeah. part <laughs> now it's now it's time for the collectives yeah. to pony yeah. up yeah. Uh, let's, see, you know, let's see them bankers come into play <laughs> You mentioned uh, Dominic McKinley, and obviously LSU with a visit weekend here. Uh, just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, this weekend recruiting is going to ramp up really here. Uh, you know, the coaches get to kind of, you know, be a part of this. For our, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sonny, for this period all throughout January and then February 3rd, 4th, or 5th, one of those days, is kind of when that dead period hits in. How important is the month of January when you've looked back at how LSU has done you know, in previous classes, and then just kind of getting McKinley. I know we have some other guys, you know, going to be there as well, but your thoughts on this weekend? Well, it's big on, you know, obviously you want to get McKinley on campus. You want to reinforce everything that made him commit to you in the first place. You want to dot your I's and cross your T's and make, you know, and do everything that you can to make sure that, you know, a Tennessee, a Texas, someone like that does it, you know, pop up and, and convince him, you know, to, hey, just come on up and just take a weekend, get away. You know, you, you know, we won't even really recruit you while you're here. We'll just let you party and stuff, you know, <laughs> anything to get him on campus, you know. Yeah. And so you want to just reinforce everything to where it's like, look, now if this comes up, you know, let's not, you know, let's not go there. Let's not do this. And, mm -hmm. but I think for the month of January, I think the month of January, obviously in Terry Bussey, you know, you're still recruiting yeah. Terry Bussey. You're going to have the Liberty wide receiver. Uh, you can throw his name out there because it's CJ Daniels. Right. Man. right yeah. Who's also supposed to be on campus to, uh, Friday, right? Yeah. And today. then going to mm -hmm. Miami on Saturday. That's the plan. Yeah. So that's another big one. You know, that's another big one. when you look at the 2024 at the, at the transfer, transfer portal needs that you're still trying to address. But looking ahead, you know, January 27th is going to be a big weekend on the LSU campus. There's going to be a lot of guys coming in for uh, for unofficial visits from the 2025 class. And I think that's what the month of January is going to be more important towards, more important towards building those relationships, building those relationships with these out-of-state kids while the coaches have a couple of weeks that they can get out, uh, that they can get out on the road. And being able to just kind of set yourself up for, you know, the spring visit period that has become so critical. You know, I mean, the spring visit period, you know, is probably outside of the, you know, I'd, I'd say the summer visit period is probably the most important just because so many visits happen. But the, the spring yeah. visit problem, vis, visit period is probably ahead of the fall visit period when you talk in terms of, uh, you know, what you can really get accomplished and what you need, to, what you mm. hope to get accomplished. Yeah, you talk about, you know, wanting to get these things accomplished, you know, kind of cinching down with McKinley. I thought you, you know, mentioned it right there. It's so important because, look, yeah, you got the uh, the uh, <laughs> the clock struck midnight. You got the commitment. You got the graphic. All that stuff looks really good. 
but now you kind of get to get him on campus where, you know, that's been one of the things where I think this staff feels comfortable after they can get a kid on campus about their chances. It says a lot about, you know, uh, the 2025 kids. But with a kid like McKinley, and then we kind of looked into the future with Terry Bussey. I mean, I, I mentioned it on a show in Baton Rouge. I said, hey, I feel like McKinley's the more likely option. When you look at Terry Bussey, I mean, how – how desperate, and I think that's an interesting word to use, but how desperate do you think the staff is to really kind of hone in on Bussy as he gets closer to signing? Well, I, I don't think there's, you know, I don't think there's any question that he would, um, you know, that give you a lot of momentum and just, just really give you, you know, if you look at the cornerback room right now, you know, you've got, I want to say, uh, I want to say 10 guys in that room, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That also includes nickels and stuff too. But, you know, you've got some numbers there that don't say, hey, we need another guy. However, when you look at those numbers and when you look at production, you say, we need another guy who can come in and who can who can play for us immediately. Terry Bussey mm-hmm. obviously being a five star, you know, there's a lot of a lot of hype. There's a lot of talk around um, you know, around that five star, but you know, he got that because of the athleticism that he has, because of the playmaking ability that he has shown on offense, you know, shown some on defense, but that you know, that's where a lot of people think that just you know, his uh, his stock is really going to soar at, and so he's one of those types of players that you look at as an impact player. If you don't get a Terry Bussey, the good thing is that you still have the spring. Uh, you know, you still have the uh, second portal window that opens April 1st and runs eight yeah. through April 15th. But you also have you've got this transfer portal window that's open in Tuscaloosa right now for about the next, what, 26 days, 27, 28 yeah. days. Um, you know, what happens if, you know, you could have a domino effect. I mean, you could have an effect to where and, and let's just say Mike Norvell or Lane Kiffin take the Alabama job. But then guess what? Those transfer portal windows are going to open at that school for 30 days. And so I have a feeling that we're about, I have a feeling that we're going to see a domino effect come into play. It started with Alabama. Now who takes that job? Then who takes that job? Then who takes that job? Man, you could potentially looking at a transfer portal window that could be open just from coaches still in April. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. So, so my point is, is even if you don't get a Terry Bussey on national sign by national signing day, you're going to have some opportunities to go out there and to woo those corners who, you know, who maybe who will be looking, you know, who played at these schools, who showed they could play at these schools, but are who looking for a fresh start. And when you're, you know, when you call yourself DBU, that's a pretty good selling point, you know, and that's a pretty good, uh, I guess, catchphrase to grab someone's attention. I wanted to ask this, you know, to you talk about DBU uh, getting back to that. I mean, look, obviously we've, it's been obviously public here for a while. Blake Baker, uh, Bo Davis, we've kind of mentioned already. You're still waiting on that DB coach domino to fall. How important from people you've talked to has been to hire Blake Baker? We've talked to some of the kids, like, what type of effect do you think that has on recruiting? Because this is a guy who understands the state of Louisiana, has spent some time here, good relationship with Joe Sloan. It, it seems like a match made in heaven, obviously, for the on-the-field product. But recruiting-wise, I mean, we've heard nothing but good things from some players about, you know, hey, he recruited me when, you know, they wanted to offer me at Missouri. Is it a positive effect? Is the, is the, uh, is the arrow pointing up for LSU recruiting continuing with these new guys in, in the influx of the staff? Oh, I think so. I, I think so, definitely. I mean, I think if you look at – you know, just look at the coaches you replace. You know, Matt House with Blake Baker. 
I mean, that's a that that that's a 180 as far as recruiting goes. When you look at, you know, when you when you talk to coaches who have seen Blake Baker, who have met him, who have dealt with him recruiting the state of Louisiana from his time at Tech, from his time at LSU, um, you know, just glowing reviews, you know, just just really strong reviews. And your coordinators are typically not going to be your guys who are out there hounding the streets and who are out there just uh, – you know, yeah. kissing babies and shaking hands. And, you know, they're more of the deal closers. But I think Blake Baker's going to – Blake Baker's going to give you more of that, a lot more of that than you got with Matt House. You know, I think he's going to just by his his nature, by his personality, that he just – you know, he's the type of guy who likes recruiting. He likes those relationships yeah. and building those relationships. And then when it comes to Bo Davis, you know, Bo Davis is a name that, you know, when you mention, you know, a defensive lineman and you mentioned the name Bo Davis – Kids start doing this, you know, where, where's he at? They know that name. They know that name. They've heard that name. They've seen that name enough, you know, that even if they don't know him, they've heard that he's one of the best D-line coaches out there, you know. So I think that's another name, especially especially in, in Louisiana, because Davis recruited Louisiana when he was at Alabama. He helped recruit Louisiana. Had a you know had a strong footing up in Monroe with uh, you know when uh, when Cam Robinson came out and all those guys. Um, obviously, when he was at Texas too. So you know, I, I, he's going to be a guy that when you say that name as to a defensive lineman, they're like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and so you know from from the standpoint of who you replaced already, I mean, if if you're if you're an LSU fan, I mean, stock way up in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, you know, without speaking ill of the the previous coaching staff, it sounds like to me, just from you know reading through the tea leaves, Blake Baker's a guy that's maybe built more for the current college game in terms of relationships, recruiting than maybe Matt House was, and I think that's going to help. Obviously, uh, not only with prospective recruits, but also guys currently in the building as well. Wanted to get this last part, uh, and we kind of mentioned it here a little bit, but. The massive domino effect. We had Brad Crawford on the podcast yesterday, national SEC writer for 24-7 Sports, and he mentioned and alluded to kind of what you talked about. If you hadn't caught that episode, just you know, scroll up uh, on your feed. This domino effect is probably going to be unlike anything we've ever seen because, like you mentioned, whoever takes the Alabama job, it's going to open there. The, that person where their, their school is, then that place is going to have to be filled. Where really, truthfully, you could see – you're going to have two or three schools open when that next portal opens, you know, window opens in April. Does LSU's roster strictly benefit, though, from from Nick Saban's retirement at Alabama? I mean, Sonny, to me, it depends on who they hire, honestly. I don't, I don't know if there's going to be as much of a mass exodus as maybe people think. Now, the longer this thing goes on, we're going to have to see. Is there anybody on that roster that you're looking at that you think the stat the staff is sitting there saying to themselves, "Hey, we might have a chance to go poach some guys uh, if if the timing's right"? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, and, and I think you you know I think you start looking at you know obviously the the positions of need that you have for LSU. In my opinion, you know, defensive tackle, cornerback. Yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, you know, you'd love to be able to get another – you'd love to be able to get a wide receiver in here who could, you know, really have a chance to push for that, you know, for that wide receiver one label. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously cornerback like we mentioned. And so I, I think that you look at those rosters and in in the day and age of recruiting that we're in now, you know, you start going down and you say, okay, this guy right here. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, L- yeah, I remember LSU finished like second or third for this dude right here, you know. Yeah. 
then you start looking for some instances like that. You know, you start looking for some situations to where coaches built relationships with them, you know. Let's say, um, you know, let's say LSU named Corey Raymond, the cornerback coach. Okay. You start looking at guys like, okay, well, this guy on the Alabama roster, Corey, Corey Raymond recruited him and had Florida finish in second for him. You know, so you start doing some, you know, you start trying to connect some dots like that uh, for some opportunities. And, uh, you know, same thing with Bo Davis. You know, when you look at the defensive line right now, you know, you start looking at the, at, okay, you know, what portal guys was he recruiting for Texas? What portal guys did he maybe get in with? Who did he kind of finish second or third with from this, you know, the last couple of recruiting cycles and stuff. And so, you know, I think that's where you start because used to be in, you know, in, in G-Dub, G-Dub mentioned Brick Haley's name on the board and, and kind of got ripped a little bit upside down, <laughs> took it all in good faith, you know, and the board had a little fun with him, but Brick Haley was famous for being second when he was coaching at LSU, famous for being yeah. second in recruiting, you know, on the LSU message boards, talk radio shows. Well, finishing second now actually puts you, you've, you're probably a coin flip away. That's your, that's your odds of recruiting this kid again in a year or two in today's climate, three years, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, and so, and so those close battles, or battles that you go back and you look for, I think, on rosters, you know, to where, you know, it starts with Alabama roster within, you know, who comes over from, you know, who takes that within that one and stuff. And then you start, you know, and so when you look at those situations, well, you think of, okay, if each roster has 85 and say we see three or four of these ripple down effects, you know, that's about 320 players right there. You know, I, I would think that there's some decent odds that there's a couple of players out of that pool that you could really, you know what I mean, have a chance with. Yeah, and look, I'm going to say that includes a lot of tampering. But hey, there is no tampering yeah. in college football, right? Well, and I'll even add this, Sonny. I mean, we talk about the idea of tampering. I'm telling you right now, if you don't think that staffs across the country have interns, grad assistants that are scouting when you play somebody and say, hey, I really like that kid. Hey, number 20 on that def- you know, that cornerback, he played against our number two receiver really well. If he's interested, let's make sure we pounce on him during the season. It, it is what it is. I mean, scouting departments yeah. in college football have grown so tremendously. Uh, it just is what it is. And I agree well, with look, you there. I mean, look, yeah. finishing second is almost as good as finishing first nowadays with how yeah. much these kids go through the portal. Right. No doubt. No doubt. And the whole thing about tampering, too, is that, look, you know, if you actually tamper with the kid, you're an idiot and you deserve to be fired and and get a two year yeah. show clause, three year show clause, whatever, because you're an absolute moron. OK. Yeah. I mean, there are so many easy ways to get around it. You know, I coach for Kalamazoo University. OK. I, you know, there's a kid I like, at, you know, at. Uh, Western Kentucky or somewhere like that, you know? And so it's so easy to say, Hey coach, if Johnny boy ever gets in the transfer portal, we got a spot for him. Tell his high school coach that you're not recruiting the kid. All you're doing is talking to a relationship that you have. Well, guess what? High school coach can tell Johnny boy that Johnny boy, then he he can make that call right there. And that's how easy it is, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the notion of a college coach getting caught sliding in a, uh, you know, a guy, a kid's Twitter or X DMs or whatever, if someone gets caught doing that, then they deserve to, they deserve to lose that job that they have right there because there's so many ways to get around that, you know, so many ways. 
one of the schools that was just kind of uh, caught in this is Florida State, which obviously has been in the news, you know, a lot lately. What your thoughts on that? I don't know if you've seen the kind of the whole document or anything, but it was between a transfer that they wanted and and a booster. I mean, I don't know, Sonny. Like you just said, it seems like it's pretty cut and dry how to get around this stuff. It's yeah. almost laughable when they do get caught because it's so easy to find a loophole. Why is the booster involved? You know, does the booster yeah. not? I mean, is there not a collective? I mean, the NCAA basically set it up now to where boosters, all you have to do is funnel your money into this collective and the collective can do all the work for you. I yeah. mean, it, it's pretty cut and dry, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. so so why does this booster, unless this booster just has an ego out of this world, this booster should not want to get on the phone with anybody. Yeah. You know, should not want to contact anyone. That's what I don't understand. You know, I mean, there is such a blueprint, but whoever this booster is, is probably some, you know, his ego is so far out of bounds that, you know, he mm. can't keep it in check to begin with. And he wants to, you know, he wanted a little bit of fame. Well, he got his fame. Yeah. You know? No, I'm reading it right here. It says during the contact period, this booster encouraged the prospect to enroll at Florida State and then offered in person a name image like this deal as a recruiting inducement. I mean, you can't. I don't know, man. I mean, I get it like five, six, seven years ago. Okay. Like that makes sense. But with the way they've just blown the doors off this thing to there's no rules and you find a way to break one of these crazy rules that you have to flip through the handbook and find. I don't know. That's 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 pretty pitiful. Can you imagine the dude on the at the NCA when this came across his desk? He's like, "Wait, what? Is this a joke? You mean I actually get to prosecute somebody? I mean, it, it, it's just it's just unfathomable, you know, that some of the the levels of ignorance that we see, you know, just in society in general." You know, yeah. but that's a whole nother podcast. That's when we started our our politics and society podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when Sonny yeah. becomes a, a guest teacher at LSU. We're going to stick to football yeah. on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But it all does kind of tie into the fact that this portal is going to be open. I think Sonny personally, and we're starting to see this across college football. Every single new year, every single new cycle brings new things that we thought we would never see before. And so maybe we just shouldn't be surprised at this point. But with Nick Saban obviously retiring, I think it's going to be crazy to see schools potentially like a Washington and Old Miss, Florida State, with a portal window open and even further down the line when spring practice ends. I mean, that's could you imagine been. conducting spring practice with a portal open? That's what I was going to say. And, and it's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. Because look at we're at 112, we're, we're at January 12th right now. Okay. Yeah. I think the 30-day window for Bama started on the 10th, or was it the 9th? I believe it was the day – I believe it was the 10th. I believe it was okay. the 10th. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so okay, so so now you're going to February 9th. You know, you're already going to February 9th. Well, you know, let's say that they name a head coach in, in two days, and then so now you're looking at January 14th. Now that school starts to get lined up. There will be a school stuck with having to do spring football with having a portal window open, you know, I, you get the feeling, you get the feeling that there's going to be a school out there involved in this domino effect of this coaching search that will be yeah. going through spring practice with the portal window. open. And I'll add this too, and this is far off the title of this YouTube video, but I'll even add this into it. It's probably going to be a school that can least afford it. And I mean it as a lower level power five program or group of five program that sees their coach jump up to fill one of the vacancies in this rungs of a ladder. 
And you're talking about a program that, you know, enters the month of January feeling like, okay, we were able to weather the storm that was the early portion of the portal and then has to weather a whole nother storm that's really never going to end. And I'll tell you this too, it's only going to increase the gap between the haves and the haves nots of college football. That's just my opinion. You're going to have teams that are just continue to get pushed down towards the bottom. And uh, I know, look, we got a lot of LSU fans that watch this. And look, LSU is one of those brands that's going to stay at the top no matter what. It's not good for college football. I've been around programs that have kind of been in that position. And uh, that that's not fun for for the sport that we all kind of grew up and loved. But, hey, that's a that's a whole other episode. Man, We Sonny, at some point, they got to get us on the radio. I mean, just a two-hour, three-hour time slot. And you and I just, you know, chop it up for two and a half hours and, and bring and, and maybe we even open the phone lines that would be interesting yeah we'd have to we would have to we would have to incorporate some spirits and uh into that <laughs> yes that would be quite the quite the uh we would have to incorporate some spirits and bartenders <laughs> and <laughs> but hey hey it's a good conversation recruiting for lsu right now like we mentioned to open up the podcast at an all-time high sonny mentioned it's probably from a numbers standpoint and uh, rating standpoint, something we haven't seen. And, man, that's exciting. It's a great time to be an LSU fan. It's a great time for also you to join. You can sign up now for that 60% off annual VIP membership. Uh, I was looking at it. It's 42 only a couple more days, too. Yeah, only a it's couple more days. Forty two ninety six for the year. That comes out to $3.58 a month. Uh, look, I know you got your New Year's resolution. You're trying to budget, but man, make us a part of your budget. Great community over there, and we would love to have you join. You can click the link down below whether you're watching this or listening to it on Spotify or Apple Podcast. He is Sonny Ship. My name's Bryce Coon, and we will catch you next time here on the Go 24-7 Podcast. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.